Hey there and welcome. For those offended and or triggered by the following, piss off and Merry Christmas. Hello and I hope you're having a happy holiday season. Hanukkah is underway and Christmas is right around the corner, that being tomorrow. So in today's show, I'll be talking about Ukraine, the omnibus bill, and the woke chasing down more woke, politically correct nonsense. So let's start with Ukraine, shall we? Uh, President Zelensky visited the White House and gave a speech in which he thanked us for the charitable money and resources we have sent to them. He also said he needed more of both. And then he went on to inform us that it's apparently not charity. Here's the thing. When you thank someone, it typically doesn't come with a lecture on how the people you are thanking should actually be doing more for you. Now, before people pull out their pitchforks and say I should be all on board for the fight in Ukraine, I'm not necessarily against helping them, okay? that's I've never really been against helping them, to be honest. What I do have an issue with is the promise our government has given them to firehose money and resources to them for as long as it takes. What exactly does that mean, as long as it takes? What, what does that mean? You know, part of the reason we were told that we got out of Afghanistan was because of the money we were spending there. Now, I say part of the reason. I know that's not all the reasons. Part of the reason was that. So now we've just decided to start spending money on another war in which we're not even actually, quote unquote, fighting. You know, this whole idea that we're sending resources so we're not really in it makes no sense whatsoever. You know, if you watched wrestling when you were a kid or still watch wrestling now, if you're an adult that likes to watch professional wrestling, or maybe you're a kid that's really super tight into all this political stuff. Um, if a wrestler that's not actually in the fight throws a chair in the ring to help out one of the wrestlers that's in the fight, that wrestler that threw the chair in, he's now part of that fight. Does anyone really question that? And now we're supposed to believe that Russia and Putin can't just see through what we're actually doing. We are involved in this war and saying we're just sending defensive weapons or money doesn't change the fact that we're essentially throwing a chair into the ring for Ukraine to use. I'm certainly not a fan or defender of Putin by any means, but I have a feeling he's not that stupid. If we really want Ukraine to win and we want this war to end, why don't we and the allies join forces and end it? How I look at it, the United States, NATO, and the allies want Ukraine to win the battle. It's pretty obvious at this point, and it's been obvious since the beginning. So instead of endlessly sending resources, military equipment, and money, why don't we just end it? If we're worried about how this looks politically, again, we're openly throwing a chair into the ring. Who do we think we're fooling? And now, with the omnibus bill, we're throwing another $45 billion to Ukraine. I like to say billion and really emphasize it because that's what uh, Joe Biden does, or uh, as Hunter Biden refers to him, uh, Pedo Pete. You know, I feel like I must be missing something, which seems to be the point of all of this. As citizens, we're apparently supposed to be mindless idiots that are expected to question nothing or superior 
power-hungry leaders try to feed us day in and day out. Which kind of brings me to the omnibus bill, which I just mentioned. So let's talk about this $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, which I'm sure will be bragged about that it's the most any government has ever spent uh, in the history of governments, because Joe Biden always loves to brag about how much money we're spending. So to give you a definition of an omnibus bill, here we go. An omnibus bill is a single document that is accepted in a single vote by a legislature, but packages together several measures into one or combines diverse subjects. Because of their large size and scope, omnibus bills limit opportunities for debate and scrutiny. Again, kind of the whole point of the omnibus bill. And what Republicans have pointed out about this particular omnibus bill, which I'm not saying Republicans are free of guilt from doing this themselves, I'm just saying that's what the current one is being debated about or was debated about and argued about. Now, that is Wikipedia's definition of an omnibus bill, but it's extremely accurate. See, that's how these Weasley conniving politicians get by with spending insane amounts of taxpayer dollars to push through baloney sandwiches of legislation. And then when their political opponents don't want to spend taxpayer dollars on baloney sandwiches, they say that their opponents don't support the military or single moms or midget wrestler benefits or whatever virtuous things they wish to use as leverage to get money for bologna sandwiches. Uh, it's as stupid as it sounds. See, I believe there should be single issue bills that are voted on to get passed on their own merit and necessity, period. If they have to bury their crappy expired bologna sandwiches in an omnibus bill just so they can get money for it, then it doesn't seem like we should be spending money on it. You know, our politicians will never move away from this because it works both politically and financially for these bozos. And if you think there's not a personal financial benefit for these politicians that motivates them to push things like what's in the omnibus bills, I have a goose that legs golden eggs that I would love to sell you. And if you're that gullible, then let me try to sell you on how words hurt people, which is what Stanford University, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and Cambridge Dictionary are getting on board for and have been on board for for a while now. So let's, let's move on to that. Let's move on to this whole woke agenda to spread more wokeness and uh, politically correct nonsense, which is exactly the reason that I got away from the left which I wasn't all the way in the left anyway, but I was closer to that side. And the whole politically correct crap just ended it for me. So that was a while ago. So Stanford University's Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative, which is what they call it, got a lot of attention and criticism this week. So let me read you the update that Stanford University actually made to their site on December 20th about this exact thing. Uh, over the last couple of days, there has been much discussion of a website that provides advice for the IT community at Stanford about word choices in Stanford websites and code. This message seeks to provide clarification about some of the issues discussed. First, and importantly, the website does not represent university policy. It also does not represent mandates or requirements. The website was created by and intended for discussion within the IT community at Stanford. It provides 
quote, suggested alternatives, unquote, for various terms and reasons why those terms could be problematic, I hate that word, in certain uses. Its aspiration and the reason for its development is to support an inclusive community. There we go. Inclusive community. As though there's just tons of people trying to exclude everybody they possibly can. So to me, that's just more woke language. Not that I'm against inclusivity, but in general, the United States is not against inclusivity. They just keep saying that as though we're supposed to believe that inclusivity is not accepted uh, by anybody in our country, apparently, except, of course, the left. You know, we, we got to remember they're all for inclusivity, except for people that disagree with them. Um, OK, now this is in bold in this. Uh, we have particularly heard concerns about the guide's treatment of the term American, which that did come up a lot in uh, these discussions that I've that I've heard and online and on Twitter and all that. We understand and appreciate those concerns. To be very clear, not only is the use of the term American not banned at Stanford, it is absolutely welcomed. Sure it is. The intent of this particular entry on the EHLI website, which goes back to that Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative, was to provide perspective on how the term may be imprecise in some specific uses and to show that in some cases, the alternate term, quote, U.S. citizen, unquote, may be more precise and appropriate. But we clearly missed the mark in this presentation. Yeah, you missed the mark big time, big time on that uh, presentation. So this kind of ending out, the last paragraph of this update they put out. This guide for the university's IT community is undergoing continual review. Of course it is, because every day there's five more things that we're not supposed to be saying or allowed to say. Uh, the spirit behind it from the beginning has been to be responsive to feedback and to consider adjustments based on the feedback. We value the input we have been hearing from a variety of perspectives and will be reviewing it thoroughly and making adjustments to the guide. Again, of course, they're going to make adjustments to this guide because it's never ending. And that's the thing that people on the right conservatives have been saying for a long time now. It is never enough. There is always something else the left is going to push, the woke is going to push and ask for and demand that everybody fall in line with. It is never ending. And that is what they said at least twice in their update that they're not done. Yeah, of course they're not done. They're never done. It never, ever ends. There's always something else. And if that's not enough, Merriam-Webster Dictionary and Cambridge Dictionary have gotten into the action, casting aside actual facts. I mean, why would a dictionary want to focus on facts? So let me read you their definitions of both woman and female, which have also been argued about and debated here in just the past couple weeks. Uh, spoiler alert, it's rife with woke BS, contradictions, and confusion. Now, I guess just saying woke actually covers the contradiction and confusion part, so sorry for the redundancy. Anyway, let's start with the definitions of woman from each of these uh, fact-based dictionaries, apparently. So let's start with Merriam-Webster. Woman, noun. Good job. An adult female person, okay, a woman belonging to a particular category as by birth, residence, membership, or occupation. That seems actually correct. That seems actually exactly correct. 
So now let's see what Cambridge's definition of woman is, which they actually just recently changed, which is what brought all this about more recently. So Cambridge's definition of woman, an adult female human being. Now, here's some of their examples and sentences. She's a really nice woman. A woman and two men were arrested the day after the explosion. I hope they're not on the left because Kamala Harris will be uh, bailing him out, the, uh, no doubt. Women first got the vote in Britain in 1918. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here's the uh, a follow-up definition here, or a secondary definition. An adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. So here's some of their examples. She was the first trans woman elected to a national office. Um, all that says is uh, he was the first man elected to a national office, fact, factually based. And uh, Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. So what happened to Mary was that when she was born, the doctor saw that she had male genitalia, and he said, yep, this is a boy, which he would have been completely correct in. Okay. So let's move on to female. What are their definitions of female? And we'll start with Merriam-Webster again. Female, of, relating to, or being the sex that typically has the capacity to bear young or produce eggs. That is their very first definition, which is exactly scientifically correct. You don't need to do anything else. Now, their follow-up one is having a gender identity that is the opposite of male. Also could be said, someone who is the opposite of male, which would be a female. Gender identity does not matter. Now let's see what Cambridge has to say about female. Female, belonging or relating to women. Their secondary definition, belonging or relating to the sex that can give birth to young or produce eggs. There we go. That's the actual definition of female. So if Cambridge and Merriam-Webster got together and took Merriam-Webster's definition of woman and Cambridge's definition of female, that would be fact that would be fact based because those are facts. All the other nonsense that Merriam-Webster wants to say about female and all the other nonsense that Cambridge wants to say about woman is not fact based. And we continue to move away from facts. Now, you know, that might hurt people's feelings. They might not agree with that, but it doesn't change the fact that they're facts. Well, that's all for me this week. Again, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah. Thanks for listening and uh, piss off. <laughs>